Welcome back, Powerhouse Coaches. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda, and you're listening to the Coaching Business Growth Roadmap. This is a limited series podcast that gives you the exact 12 steps you need to take to build a six-figure coaching business. I love to teach these steps because they're the ones that help me go from food stamps to six figures in my business in one year, and I've helped lots of coaches accelerate their income by using the steps in this roadmap. So in this episode, you're going to learn step 11, which is how to build your expert platform using a podcast, newsletter, blog, or YouTube channel. This is a really fun step because it's where you start to really envision the long-term impact of building a brand and having a successful business. I love this feeling of going, oh my God, as an entrepreneur, a high power coach, I get to have limitless income and limitless impact in the world. It was one of the big reasons that I decided to jump ship from being a professor and jump into coaching was because I saw the potential to impact millions of people. And my lifetime goal in my business is to impact a minimum of 5 million people. So yes, this is the potential of building an expert platform. And I see myself doing that through courses, my podcast, all the things I put out in the world, books, speaking, hanging out with you right now. So this is the potential of what you get to create when you start to dig into these steps. Real quick, if it's your first time plugging into this limited series podcast, be sure to go back to the beginning and start with the start here episode because this is a step-by-step roadmap and you wanna follow the steps in sequential order because they build on themselves. And if you haven't yet downloaded the Coaching Biz Growth Roadmap Supplemental Workbook, go to the show notes and click on the link so you can get the action steps that you're gonna wanna implement as you're walking through these 12 steps. All right, let's get to step number 11, how to build your expert platform. So things to consider in terms of being in your zone. So depending on which zone you're in, one, two, three, or four, let's think about how to build your expert platform dependent on that. So if you're in zone one, the manic imposter zone, be sure to start with what is most inspiring to you in terms of expert platforms. And think about what attracted you to being a coach in the first place. Was it podcasts you were listening to, a newsletter that you were reading every week, a blog that inspired you, or a YouTube channel? That's gonna be a key to focus on because it's gonna have you think, okay, what would I want to do to create my expert platform and impact people in a way that was inspiring to me? So when I started my business, I was starting out in zone one, the manic imposter zone. I had lots of exciting ideas. I didn't know what I was doing. And the easiest platform for me to use first was podcasting because that is what attracted me to being a coach. Really, podcasting is the reason why I am where I am today because they saved me from my hell. <laughs> I was really stuck and really freaked out. And, you know, I shared my story in the beginning in the Start Here episode where I went from food stamps to six figures, really badly broken relationships, super poverty consciousness mindset. And I started to listen to podcasts and they changed my whole entire way of thinking and being and acting in the world. And so I knew after listening to those that I wanted to have my own podcast. And so, you know, here I am at the time of this recording, we've released over 330 
63 episodes of the Inner Power Entrepreneur podcast. So that's my main podcast. We're going to talk about it today. I just want you to know it starts with you releasing that first episode or writing that first newsletter or blog or releasing the first YouTube video channel. And here I am five years later with a top 2% podcast. So you got to start somewhere. So just start with what's most inspiring to you. For zone two, I want you to think about, you know, if you're in that over deliver and undercharge zone and you're wanting to get to zone three and four, don't think that you need to do it all. One platform works better than scattering your focus. So <laughs> when I started my business, I went to a Brendan Burchard event and he teaches this concept called circular virality, where, you know, you post something and put it everywhere and you want to be everywhere. And, you know, Gary Vee was really big then and, you know, he still is awesome stuff. And I think as a law of attraction coach, it's smarter for me to teach you how to be narrowing your focus to attract freedom. So narrow your focus and you will attract financial freedom because laser focused energy leads to laser focused results. So the more scattered you are, the more overwhelmed you are, the more that you attempt to over deliver, the less money you're going to make. So when you're starting, don't think you need to be everywhere. Choose the platform that is the most inspiring to you. Stick with it, grow it over time. I promise it will gain traction if you stick with it and don't get stuck with shiny object syndrome or fear that you're missing out and thinking you need to be everywhere. You do not. I have been very successful with a small list and with having a podcast that I just have been very, 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 very consistent with. And I have branched out in trying to have a blog and a YouTube channel and all the things. And I always come back to my podcast because it's the one magnetic force that's been the most successful in my business. And so I, now I like to teach you to narrow your focus and not think you need to be everywhere because for me, it just ended up being a money, time, and energy waster to try to do all of the things. And a lot of that was me being stuck in the over deliver and undercharge zone, thinking that I had to do it all. So don't get stuck there. If you're in zone three and you are starting to value yourself more, it's really important to delegate. So you want to be delegating some of these tasks to a team. So for example, you know, very early on in my business, I started having somebody else put together my podcast because I knew that I didn't enjoy that part. I liked creating the content and, you know, doing what I'm doing right now, talking to you, teaching, sharing, coaching, and teaching you what I'm learning. But I didn't like the actual part of, you know, putting the intro and outro and doing the show notes and all of those things. So I delegated very quickly because I knew that I would never be able to get to the next level if I was bogging myself down doing things I didn't enjoy. So you can practice delegation strategies that are inexpensive, sometimes even free. So don't get stuck thinking that you have to do it all yourself. That will keep Keep you in zone number two. So in zone three, when you're ready to value yourself more, delegate, delegate, delegate. When you're in zone four, the zone of manifestation, add more platforms as it feels aligned. And I would recommend when you do this, you have a team that helps you implement. So they're going to repurpose your content and or coach you very specifically on how to grow one of these faster. An example for me would be that I imagine at some point, I'll have somebody grow a YouTube channel for me. I have a YouTube channel. It has... 3,500 subscribers, I believe. And it's taken so much energy to get it to that. And it does not grow quickly without a lot of ad spend and all these things that I've tested and then I don't get clients from it. So it's been a waste of money because I haven't had good strategy around it. So pay attention to wasting money thinking you need to do it all. So now for me, when I go, okay, I'm scaling to seven figures, as I scale, sure, I can hire a YouTube team that's really good at growing a YouTube channel and it doesn't take me more time, energy, or money. Well, 
takes money to delegate, but then that needs to make money. So the ROI is there. So when you're in zone four, that's the way you want to be thinking about it. You want to think, okay, I'm going to add more as it feels aligned. If it doesn't feel aligned, don't add more. So this is where you get to decide what level do I choose to scale to as a coach, and then you reverse engineer accordingly. So in zone four, you're just thinking, if it feels aligned, I'm gonna add more. If it doesn't, I'm not going to. I can just dump more ad spend into scaling what's already working and what I'm enjoying the most, and just make sure you're getting experts to help you do that so you're not wasting money. Okay, so for this step, let's think about what an expert platform is. I just think of an expert platform as a powerful tool to grow and scale your business. It allows you to establish yourself as an industry leader, attract more clients, grow your win-win network, and increase your revenue. So you're basically showcasing your expertise through one of these platforms, a newsletter, blog, podcast, or YouTube channel, and this increases your impact and income over time. So you know, think of it this way. It's going to leverage your expertise, help you build trust and brand identity, increase visibility expand your network and boost your revenue. And these things are gonna happen over time. So when you're thinking about building an expert platform, you are expanding your reach over time through building the know, like, trust, the visibility, the revenue, because you are showing up consistently as an expert on a platform. And you don't have to be an expert expert. You know, let's think about this word expert. When I started my podcast, I wasn't an expert. I built expertise over time by using this podcast platform to expand my expertise. So it's wild to think about how, you know, let's say you're out in the world and you tell someone you have a podcast, just the fact that you figured out how to post those episodes makes you an expert at figuring out how to post podcast episodes. A lot of people just go, wow, that's cool. I've always wanted a podcast. So you instantly, automatically build credibility when you start doing these things. So, you know, when you have a blog or a newsletter, a YouTube channel, a podcast, I again want you to just choose the platform that feels the most aligned for you and then know that it's going to be a long-term strategy that you're going to grow over time. I want to talk about some myths that come up when people are thinking about these platforms. Myth number one is that there's no room for no more voices. And, you know, Yes, there are millions of these things out there, millions of podcasts, millions of blogs, YouTube channels, newsletters, those things, but what's your unique voice and how are you contributing? There's always room for fresh perspectives, insights, and innovative approaches, and your voice matters, and you just need to be connecting with your five-star people. You might not be a person who ever grows into the millions and is world-known. You might be able to do that too. It's up to you and how you see yourself and what you want to create in the world. So just know you're building your expert platform for your people, for your purposes. Myth two. All good ideas have been taken. <laughs> I hear this one all the time. Oh, all the good ideas have been taken. Why is anyone going to listen to me? There's no monopoly on creativity. Your experience, expertise, and worldview can generate unique content that resonates with your particular audience. Myth three, oversaturation leads to invisibility. <laughs> oversaturation, I hear this one all the time. In a sea of information, quality and relevance are what set you apart. 
quality, quality, quality. So you can rise above the noise by delivering consistent high quality content that's tailored to your audience. Remember, it's about quality, not quantity here. You want to know your five-star clients inside and out, target to them, speak to them, and they will come magnetically over time. So there's no worry about oversaturation. Again, it'd be like saying there's no need for anyone to ever write another book because there's already so many books in the world. That makes no sense. So let go of that scarcity mindedness. That's going to cause you to block yourself from doing what you want to do and what you're called to do in this life as a coach. Myth number four, the big players dominate everything. <laughs> True. There are big players out there, right? The digital space is massive. There's room for you. Small content creators with a niche focus can carve out their own loyal following. You don't need to have millions and millions of people to create a really lucrative, amazing, impactful business. I have a tiny, tiny list compared to a lot of the big players, and it's been awesome to get to work with with amazing people and it's worked great. Now I'm scaling to seven figures, I'm gonna grow it and hey, impacting five million people is a lifetime goal for me. I see it happening, we're on our way and there's no impatience or freak out that you know only the big players can do this. When you are dedicated and committed and you take strategic action over time, you can build a massive business that has huge impact or you can build a tiny business that has a huge impact. It's really dependent on what your vision is that you choose to create. Myth number five, it's too late to start. Again, this is scarcity mindedness, thinking I'm too old, it's too late, it's oversaturated, all the good ideas have been taken, there's no more room for my voice. That's you being scarcity minded. So drop that, let that go. It's never too late to start creating and sharing your expertise. You have a dynamic, unique voice, and there's always room for you to carve out a space for you to share your zone of genius and make money in the world as a coaching service-based business who gives value and gets paid in exchange for the value that you bring. And you got to start somewhere. Most people give up way too soon because let's say they post something and they don't get a whole bunch of results. Like, you know, say they uh, post an episode and they only get a few listeners. What if you save one person through that episode? Just one person listens to it and it changes their day. It changes their life. It gives them good results. Is that not an important impact? I remember this so well when I started my podcast and I didn't know how to look at the analytics at first. I didn't even think about it because it was just such an inspired mission. I wasn't thinking about it from, you know, KPIs and analytics and all those things at the time. When I started to look, I'd see some episodes had very small numbers, like 10 people would listen to it. And then it grew and grew and grew over time to where now I'm a top 2% globally rated podcast. And so it started with that one freaking listener who made all the difference when I'd get an email email from that one listener that said, Amanda, your podcast made my day today. It's changing my life. I would cry and be so excited. And so that's where it starts with one person that you're impacting. And then you just build it over time. Okay, let's talk about the pros and cons of newsletters versus blogs. And I'm going to give you like case studies of really mega famous people who you can model yourself after, not to negatively compare yourself, but to model yourself after to see what's possible with these different platforms. So newsletters. With a newsletter, you have a direct line to your audience's inboxes. And I do want to say that what I'm talking about here in terms of a newsletter is more like 
what you're using it as a lead magnet. It's not a way to just connect with your people weekly. So I have a newsletter that I send out every week to share my podcast, but I would say my expert platform is my podcast. It's not my newsletter. My newsletter is more, okay, how do I stay consistently contacting the people who are already in my community? When I'm talking about an expert platform newsletter, we're talking about you're using this as your main lead gen strategy. It's a really, it's your most powerful expert platform. So the example would be James Clear. So he's the writer of Atomic Habits and he has a newsletter called 321 Thursday. He began writing it in 2013 and it has over 3 million readers worldwide now. So he says that it's really important to connect with his subscribers and be consistent and have powerful interaction to boost his awareness and that it's been a very powerful force in helping him get to be a international speaker. He now has a book. His book, Atomic Habits, has sold over 15 million copies. It's so cool. So it started in big ways with him writing a consistent strategic newsletter. And so that's the power of newsletters. So like I said, you know, this is getting into your clients' inboxes or your audience's inboxes. You get to know, like, and trust them over time through writing. So if this is you and you love to write, newsletter could be a great option. Uh, one thing you want to be sure is that you're constantly refreshing your subscriber list and keeping your content high vibe by knowing your five-star customer inside and out. So Look at his newsletter, just type in James Clear 321 newsletter into Google and you can see an example of that. For blogs, this is a platform where you're sharing your insights and case studies and expert voice. It's very similar to a newsletter. I it's really just a differencing in language in some ways. And so a blog would be, you know, more like a website that people go to, a newsletter, people know that they're opting in through an email. Yet most blogs will also have you do opt-ins to their email. So similar strategies, just labeled different things. So a good example of a powerhouse blog is Seth Godin. So he wrote his very first blog post in January of 20, 2002. And today it reaches 600,000 people daily. Wow, that's so cool. He has over a million readers and he's recognized as a, you know, just powerhouse in the world through his blog post content or his blog. And so, you know, if you want an example of that, just type in Seth Godin and check it out. He's got really cool articles. He has over 9,000 posts in his blog. So a lot of information there. So that's another option for you if you love to write and it's something that you want, if it's the medium in which you want to share what you're learning and start to build a following, a blog could be a great strategy for you. Podcasting. So the popularity of podcasting is still skyrocketing. As of 2023, over 104 million Americans listen to podcasts regularly. So this is 41% of the U.S. population ages 12 and over. That's really awesome. So there's been this surge in popularity because people like to multitask. So they can listen to the podcast while they're doing something else. And, you know, I think it's really interesting to think about how there are only 2.2 million active podcasts in the US. So that's a lot and not a lot. And what I mean by active is that they're posting consistently. So I don't want you to get stuck on this idea of like, oh, there's not enough room for me. Like I said, that's a myth. Maybe you're never gonna make it to the top 1% Apple podcast. I'm not there. I'm a top 2% globally rated podcast, which is different than being top 2% on Apple. 
that's okay. My podcast is my baby. It's my jam. It's my joy. I love it. It attracts people to me in a way that feels magnetic and inspiring and amazing. So I used myself as a case study in this one. So the Inner Power Entrepreneur podcast is tangible evidence that it's possible that when you start with inspiration and let it transform into impact and income, it can be a really viable way to build an expert platform. So I released my first episode on March 19, 2019. I have had 10,000 downloads in the first year, which is pretty good. I've rebranded several times. It started being called Max Potential Habits. Here I am five years, four rebrands, and 333 episodes later, and now I'm at over 150,000 downloads, and it's globally rated as a top 2% podcast. So that's like 12X or actually 15X growth in under five years. And we're on our way to a million downloads. So It is so fun to podcast. And again, you can hear my inspiration in it. I chose podcasting because it's the way that I love to deliver my coaching experiences, my coaching methods, my coaching ideas. And I just love it. It's easy for me. It's fun. It's flowing. So choose the platform that's best for you and then just be consistent, be consistent, be consistent. So I'm five years in and look at what I've created not because I'm special, just because I decided to be consistent and build my expert platform over time. You can absolutely do it too. YouTube is similar here. Video content is super engaging. I would say dependent on the age that you are targeting, choose based on your avatar and what you enjoy. So YouTube, you know, if your main five-star client loves YouTube, then build a YouTube channel. If this is something that feels fun to you, if you like video, I would say the downside of video is that it's a lot more expensive to create a powerful YouTube channel because you got to be good at keeping people really engaged for a video versus let's say a podcast when they're multitasking, they're listening to you while they're doing other things versus a video, they're going to be watching it. And so they're going to want to be entertained more. And so (laughs) when I did my stint of thinking I was going to be a YouTuber, I realized, oh, wow, this is a lot different than what I really love to do. And so I dropped it and, and I still have my YouTube channel and I still post shorts and things like that. So it's just growing slowly over time and it's there and you know, who knows what I'll do with it in the future. I just, it's not my main platform. If you want a really good example of an awesome YouTube channel, Marie Forleo, I really like her story. She started out as an entrepreneur in 20, 2001. Yeah. 2001. And by 2015, she hit the milestone of 1 million views. And now today she has 65 million views on YouTube. That is so incredible. What a powerhouse. So check her out if you haven't. There are a lot of great examples on YouTube of powerful people. I don't want you to look at these powerhouse experts and negatively compare yourself and go like, I'll never be able to get there. They're just inspiration and choose what's fun. They started somewhere. You got to start somewhere. So play with these different platforms, see which one is most inspiring to you and be consistent to grow your expert platform over time. You'll be shocked what you can create in five years and then think about 10 years, 20, 30, 40, the sky's the limit for you. So action steps for this step number 11, download the supplemental workbook that goes along with this limited series, the links in the show notes, use the action steps in that workbook to choose your expert platform and start building it. And if you want help with these things to get your business to six figures and you want me to help you walk through these steps, schedule a free rapid biz growth call with me so I can help you expand your expert platform and grow your coaching business to six figures. All right, that's a wrap for this step. 
I am looking forward to seeing you in step number 12, how to share customer success stories to attract new clients. And until then, I'm sending you expert platform superstar high fives.